Kerete. Ooh. Language. That's Greek. Greek. Yep. Two Bible languages week back to back. That's right. I had to look it up. So <laughs> that's why we're friends now, Cody. <laughs> Before you were acquaintances. Yeah. Now you are friends. You guys tried to get rid of me on that one episode. Like you said, Nathan, I think you're better than him. So it was only one episode that we tried to get rid of him? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> if if it's only one, then we aren't working hard enough at this. We're not. Yeah, we need to do better. <laughs> I did my investigation. I played it. Played the tape. I listened. <laughs> you are guilty. Guys, have a good week this week. So far, so far, been busy at work. Like, uh, what's going on at work? Yeah, we've had a, a baby delivered by one of our cops. Oh my! Tell yeah, us yeah. about that. Well, he went into a house that. Um, one of the guys said that there was a woman screaming. He goes in, checks on her, and he said the baby was halfway out. And <laughs> next thing he knows, he, he said, I put my gloves on and told her to give one push, and here comes the baby. And he said the medics came right behind him. He just gave him the baby, and they knew exactly what to do. So Wow. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, we've had a couple stings of crimes occur. What would you do if you walked in on a situation Me? like that? Yeah. Dude, I would pass out. <laughs> I, I'd be on the floor sucking my thumb in the fetal <laughs> position. Yeah, like when when uh, Kendall was born, Penny, which is my mother in law, she had to put a chair behind me just in case I fell because oh, I wow. was getting like lightheaded. I was my head was going back and forth. It was bad. Now, I mean, you you've been on scene and seen situations with blood and and and. You know, probably pretty some pretty rough stuff. Yeah, you probably do. You react the same in those situations. No, it's weird. I, I, you don't think about those things in the moment. I don't know if it's it's just childbirth. It really bothers me. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) When whenever they say, whenever they say that it's supposed to be the most beautiful thing ever. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, in in essence, when it's done, it is. I mean. But but it's after really not yeah, like, yeah. you're like I just watched the most gory thing ever. <laughs> uh, it changed so, my mind and perspective. A so lot. birth is beautiful after they wipe all the stuff off and hand it to you. Well, yeah, I mean clean. The, yeah, but I mean like God's work in that is beautiful, but the actual scene in and of itself is not beautiful. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That ties into today's topic really yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we go down these rabbit holes <laughs> so much, man. Uh, I feel like I like it though. <laughs> I feel like if when we do, like, yeah, it, it, we always uh, somehow bring it back around. I don't know how that always works out, but what about you, Nate, how's uh, how's the family? How's home life right now? Good, man. Kendall turned one yesterday. Oh wow. We were looking at pictures. She had really dark hair as soon as she was born, and now she's got really blonde hair. And it's just crazy how stuff changes in a year, man. Yes, absolutely. You're uh, you're going to turn around next, and uh, you'll be handing her the keys to, to take off in the car. <sighs> if I have to. <laughs> if I have to, I guess. Your child is mutating. <laughs> she could be an X-Man. That'd be awesome. Next year she's gonna have like devil horns and a dragon tail. Well, she will be too, so yeah, <laughs> yep. it's close enough. Terrible that, twos. Yeah, yeah. Not far from the truth. Um I, I wanna get into a discussion today talking about 
perseverance, and 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 this is kind of the the direction that we'll go. I think for us as believers, you know, we have a lot of different seasons that we go through, a lot of different things, you know, that we face in life, and you know, there are seasons in life where it's very normal, very routine, um, almost you know, times where it's boring, you know, if, if, you know, for lack of a better term. And then there are seasons maybe where it's, you know, we have, there's more excitement, maybe we're a little more driven. And then, you you know, even like seasons like we're going through right now, where it's just very different, you know, everything is kind of a new, I mean, we went out to eat uh, this afternoon for the first time in a, uh, you know, at a, restaurant in a very long time, which it was a good, it was a good time. My wife's like, oh, we should have got a picture, you know, to memorialize this, <laughs> this moment. And, you know, who would have thought that, right? I mean, yeah. like before, you know, COVID-19 going out to eat, you know, who cares? You know, wasn't a big deal, but. Well, that's such a cool thing though, like a quick afternoon trip to Roosters and it's that big of a deal. Like that's, that's really how it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and the food there, I mean, takeout is great, but my goodness, like, it just tastes so much better <laughs> when you're there. <laughs> Did you get uh, grilled chicken or, this is Paige's quote, crispy chicken? Because Crisp. if, if you say fried, she said it just sounds disgusting. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I got, I got the wings. I got the <laughs> breaded, <laughs> crispy, <laughs> although, although I got hot sauce, so they weren't like, it wasn't. I guess you you can't really call it crispy because it wasn't crispy, but yeah. According to those those terms, that's that's what I got. Mm. And then the uh, the fried pickles, oof, those are good. Yeah, very good. Paul was a little wild man, but you could tell they were excited to be there. I mean, I don't know. How, they've been asking for a month probably at this point. Hey guys, like, can we? We'll say, hey, we're going to go grab something to eat. And they're like, can we go in and sit down? Like, that's, I mean, every place we go, can we go in and sit down, please? You mm-hmm. know, it's just amazing how 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 something like that that was just so normal, you know, now is a reward almost in a sense. But I, I do, I want to talk, I want to talk about just even, even what maintaining a godly life looks like in all of those different seasons of life and and really the ups and downs that we've all experienced in those times and maybe you know some tips or some thoughts on you know how to if we're in a in a funk break out of that and how to maintain the best possible you know life in Christ that we can in and being consistent with that. So maybe, though, like the first thing, because I think the biggest thing when you talk about a subject like this is is talking about just the real reality of, of what it looks like, you know, the good and the bad and, and, and what that is. So kind of my first question, and, and, and we'll talk about this here in a second. My, my first question is going to be, like, wh- how do you feel like you do personally with that? and maintaining that, um, and why do you think you, you do well when you do well, and why do you think you're doing bad when you do bad, you know, with that, so that, that's kind of what we'll, what we'll start kind of the discussion with, um, today, but before that, 
last week we officially announced um, that we are we're going back to church next week. Yeah, buddy. So, <laughs> so we've got that coming up. It'll be the twenty first. Um, Is so it now, outside? Yeah. So okay. So next week or this week is just we're doing a live stream again, but then in two weeks um, from now, two I, I guess not this Sunday, but the Sunday after the twenty first on Father's Day, we will have an outside service at ten a.m. Um, and uh, and we're gonna have we're gonna try to you know spate, of course we want to maintain social distancing, you know all the sanitation, all those things that we have to do and. Um, so there'll be some guidelines for that coming out, you know, but you know, we've, if, if you've been out at all, then you've, you've already experienced that. And so it's, it's just going to be more of the same stuff that you're already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that would be difficult. Yeah. Uh, not, not for me. I mean, I, I like my bubble. <laughs> Hugging Howdy, really. I'm just like, ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> Gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, every time I do. <laughs> Talk about rhythms of life, right? Yeah. yeah. But what I mean, what have been some things that have been that you have have seen that have been good us being apart, and maybe that have been a struggle as we've been apart, you know, as far as church. For me, I think that uh, I think one of the things that I personally that I've seen good. We went to Myrtle Beach a few weeks ago. That's why I wasn't here that one week, um, and I was able to sit around a living room at the the rental house, and I got to watch the live stream with my entire family. It was a really cool experience, you know. Very neat. And prior to this coronavirus, COVID nineteen, whatever you want to call it, we wasn't doing that. We were doing like recording it, putting it out later uh, of your sermons and stuff. But um, that was one of the coolest things for me is, man, this really propelled us in a, in a, in a way that we've never done this at, at our church before. Um, the podcast came from this situation that we're in. Um, but again, you know, some of the downfall is you don't get that, not that I need it, but I know a lot of people need it. You don't get that affection that you get when you're in person. Um, and sometimes you you can easily get distracted while watching the sermon versus when you're at church, you're more attentive because you're right there and everybody's right there grouped in together. So, I mean, that's some of the negatives and positives I've, I pulled from it. So, yeah, I'll piggyback off Cody on that one. I think, uh, you know, through the desperate times we've had to do some creative measures, um, you know, here at church and, uh, just want to applaud, you know, the worship team and like Matt and you, Kevin, um, you guys have done a great job and everything, just planning all this and making, making the changes and, and praying about it and still putting God first through all this. And, um, you know, it's, it's been great to, to, to be a part of that really. Um, I've been really happy to be a part of that. Um, and you know, obviously like, so I, I work in the IT department during the summer as well at school, um, and we have, you know, three or four student helpers that come in. Um, they're graduated now. They were seniors last year. But, you know, just seeing them come in and and just getting to be around people again and just having normalcy and just having a summer job, um, man, like it's – and I, I even heard it from one of the kids' mouths, like they will never take seeing people for granted ever again. Um, and that's just – 
that that to me, just hearing that was just you know God coming right. out like. And and the reality is, that. sadly, the reality is we will take it for granted. Yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, sure, but sure. The, I mean, for those of us, I think, who have experienced this, you know, in, in our middle years of life, I do think it will hit home much deeper. For for a younger person, you know, it is. It's gonna it's gonna be gone. It's it's yeah. gonna be something that you know was just a blip on the map. But I do think you know, I think for a lot of us who are middle aged and older, like this is a pivotal moment in world history, mm-hmm. in our lives personally. Yeah. And it really has uh, forced you to appreciate some of those small things that were just, had become so normal in life that yeah. we didn't appreciate it. Yeah, and I mean, I started running with some kids on the cross-country team in the mornings too before work and just seeing their faces, you know, and, and saying, hearing them say, you know, I miss running with people because, you know, running by yourself is... Horrible, right? <laughs> we were just talking about running it. with each running with each other is honestly pretty horrible too. But you know, it that's, sucks. <laughs> it's uh, it's been really cool to kind of see those you know those little mini aha moments with people and myself included. Just finally get to getting to see people again and interact. Yeah. And well, I I think Paige kind of hit hit it on the head with one of the things she made a comment about, um, and it's not necessarily related to church, but. Um, she was off work for about two months and the first two weeks she struggled really bad with it because she's a go getter. And then she kind of felt, or she found her worth in the moment, you know, in certain moments of people's lives and helping with the SOMAC thing and, um, you know, just trying to help whoever she, she could at the time. But then she, she goes back to work and the, the night before she goes back, she has a meltdown. She starts crying. I'm like, what is going on? Right. Um, and she says, uh, she's like, I won't probably ever get this opportunity again to be with my kids. Like I've been the last wow. two months. Yeah. And, you know, cause I mean, if history repeats itself, we probably won't have something like this for a long time, not in our lifetime at least, or at least we hope. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And she, and she put that in perspective, perspective that night and, and it was just kind of, and it, it touched me because, you know, it, she got to spend all that time and, she, and she'll never get that opportunity again yeah. um, to be a quote unquote stay on, stay at home mom. So it was kind of a, kind of a heartfelt moment for her and I, when, after she explained that. So. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of those, you know, those things that, you know, we're going to go back to whatever normal will be, Right. And there will be a lot of this that I think we'll miss. But I would say this, and, and this kind of goes into the, the discussion that we'll get into today, to, today. It doesn't have to go back. You know, you think about the things that we filled our evenings with. Like, that, it doesn't have to go back to that. Like, we have realized how important it is to make time like we were forced to make, how valuable it is, how meaningful it is. And in some ways, like, we shouldn't. We shouldn't go back to that. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't allow it, you know, to interfere. And it, it, it's like anything. You know, we talk about running. We've, we talk about, you, know, you, could say, you could say running, you could say any kind of exercise. Like, it's something 
that if we want to do it bad enough, we can make time for it. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's that's gotta that's gotta be one of the perspectives that we take into moving forward, you know, in this is listen, like what is most important? We've been forced to look at some of the most important things in our life. So if this is the most important thing, then how do we continue to make that the most important thing moving forward? I don't know. For everybody, it's going to be different. Right. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that we should fight for that, you know, in a way that we never have before. We, we've been given an opportunity here to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we going to do with that? Time will tell. Mm-hmm. One of the things I've, I, I think, you know, I, absolutely. I, I commend everybody who's worked in all of these different venues to put out content and who have stepped their games up in unbelievable ways across the board. I mean, from lead, from the leadership, you know, to volunteers, you know, Nate, you mentioned some names. I, I mentioned you, man. Like, I don't know that this, a lot of this has been, this podcast would not be possible without him. Not with that foreign board he's looking at right now. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> the Z14. <laughs> I, I thought he was going to bring like a DJ mixer thing or something with that. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Um, and then, you know, the the live stream and everything that's gone to that and changing the sound and uh, just been so much, dude. You've been, you've been amazing. So thank you for that. But, but just everyone who's, who's done that. But I would say, you know, I've talked to a few people. Actually, I was planting a field today and, uh, this Mennonite guy comes walking across a ditch over to to me, and and I, I was working for his father-in-law is who I was planting for, and he comes over and he he was asking questions about the planter and just a really nice guy, but he had said they've been back to church for three weeks, and I said so like, what's it been like? And he said, you know we could maintain the preaching stuff we they did a phone call so they didn't have they don't have internet and stuff mm-hmm. so they did a phone call so they would do a phone like a group phone call of some kind where you could you could call in and 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 hear the message or whatever mm-hmm. but he said singing together didn't realize how much he missed that and then my mom they the Methodist church went back a few weeks ago and she said the same thing like mm-hmm. there is nothing that replaces worshiping together you know the other stuff you can kind of keep you know keep going but even sitting at home yes there can be the spirit can absolutely move in those times but you know not experiencing that time together singing worshiping i can say just sitting here just i'm like the one one like if you know the sound guys and nate are in the back you know clear at the back of the church when worship's going on but i'm almost standing in, right in front of the stage. So I'm like the one-man worship. You know, I'm, I'm the only guy there, you know, worshiping. And I'll like raise my hands at times. But it is it is true. meaningful. Like worship mm-hmm. is so meaningful, even when it's just us here together. When there, there's a group of us, like the spirit really, and I just think feel like there's a different feel to it. And I think that part I'm looking forward to the most, being back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing is preaching is a struggle. And stinking Nate and Brian in the back talking during my sermon. You get, and my brother, when he whispers, it's like, Hey, Nate! Hey, Nate! He can't hear. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I'm, I'm on his bad ear side. So. <laughs> hey, we Nate! To, we really need to switch that around. We need to adjust this! <laughs> and I'm, I'm like trying to focus on this camera and not like yell at him. 
while he's scream whispering. <laughs> but, you know, trying to, you know, I tell a joke and a pause and of course nobody's laughing, right? Because <laughs> everybody's like watching the live stream on their phones, like texting along with it while the sermon's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, or they're just looking at Facebook. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but like you're, you're getting no reaction, you know, and it's so hard to maintain yeah. like, uh, you know, just, I mean, there's absolutely been moments that there's no doubt like the spirit was there and I was feeling it. But then there's been times where it just, it was like, uh, you know, like I need some human interaction with this. I mean, I, I was not built for a TV screen. I mean, I've got the looks for it, definitely. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not joking? <laughs> oh. Sorry, I thought you were joking there. <laughs> he finally got a laugh. <laughs> I guarantee now we will definitely have a soundboard next next week. We'll have a, you know, something sound like that. Effects. Sound effects. Yeah, sound effects board next week. Um, but yeah, keeping that going, I mean, it, it is. It makes you appreciate actors, you know, who mm-hmm. do these scenes and have to try to, you know, create emotions. Of course, I don't want fake emotions when I'm preaching. I don't want to become that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know there were there were a few guys that would would uh, give me a, a hard time. Well, actually, there was a guy in church. He said uh, he said to a buddy of mine. He said uh, he said, "Do you think?" Kevin, when he when he gets emotional and he cries, you think that's real? Because he can like get emotional and then he goes right back to talking right afterwards. And I will just say, I do not try to cry in sermons. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> like there are times when I'm typing, and I'm like, I'm probably gonna get emotional when I do this thing. But <laughs> you type right there, you cry after the <laughs> period, <laughs> pause, tear, tear. There's yeah. like there's like three asterisks like on both sides of it. It's all bold capitalized letters. <laughs> cry here, cry here. Sniff, <laughs> look away. Then now dry it up and talk about this. Hey, no joke. I have a buddy who preaches who he does like type in, and I do this occasionally, mm-hmm. but he'll type in like pause here. Hmm. Like he he gets that detail with it. Yeah. He preaches in Louisville, and he gets that detail. But but those are the things that I think have been, you know, goods, good things. But also there have been things that have struggled. And I and I agree the 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 fingerprint that we have put, you know, with social media and some of the things we're doing there and with the podcast, yeah, those are things we're going to do from here on out. Right. And I think those have been absolutely, you know, we've been forced into that, thrust into that, but in a but that's been a positive. It's it's forced our hand in some things that we had been dreaming about, but we had to do. Mm-hmm. So it was tough, though. I mean, our our church was gaining so much momentum, like in the body of the church, yep. and I mean, like right whenever we were, like you know, our attendance was going up. Not that it, that's what we emphasize. It's more there's more to that, but it was just there's so many people coming in and just worshiping God, and and all of a sudden, then boom, coronavirus, and then it shut it down. Yeah. I mean, shut the the congregation down or the congregating down. Um, that was tough. Yeah, I can attest to that, man. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the big things we looked at. Like Brandy and I, you know, we prayed about it a lot. We talked about it a lot. Was you know, where's a church where we're going to go there and mm-hmm. we're going to feel like we're a part of a family, people who truly, genuinely love each other. Right. And man, I can attest to that. Like we we were feeling the love. Mm-hmm. Um, you know before coronavirus and 
but by golly, I mean, I know we'll feel the love after too. Mm-hmm. Probably you even know. more so. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, but don't hug me. Yeah. No, no okay. <laughs> listen, I don't give hugs. True. Yeah. Kevin, don't hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hugger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I do. I think you're right. I think getting back together, it will be very exciting. Yeah. As we, as we talk about this, you know, going back to that question we asked, I mean, this all has to do with that because, again, we talk about being forced to appreciate some things that maybe we had taken for granted. Talking about the changes that have been made and then even come back together. And there will be, I mean, I, I don't know how long it'll last, but but this will be, meeting again will be a very exciting time mm-hmm. for this body of believers, for the Leesburg Church of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, hey, if you're listening and you don't attend Leesburg Church of Christ, come on out, 21st, 10 a.m. We'd love to have you. Um, but you're not allowed to hug. Don't come ready to hug uh, or shake hands. <laughs> what is it? What are we allowed to do? Fist like, bump. Or actually, it's el- el- elbow elbows. bump. Elbow? Yeah. You are allowed to elbow. I mean, I mean you're... Jinx. Uh, <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what the protocol is on elbowing, actually. Yeah, we better... Don't... Listen to this podcast for your social distancing <laughs> rules because yeah. we don't really know. We don't and the internet's <laughs> down, so we can't even look it up. Um, but but I think that w- I think that will be tough for mm. some people because I know there are there are people like even Harvey Pierce, like I'll I'll be sick and I'll have the flu or something, <laughs> you know, and I'll be like Harvey, like I'm here because I have to preach, but I'm not like don't I don't care you shake my hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there are people like that. Yeah. And then there are people who this has absolutely just threw them through a loop and yeah. they, you know, they're like don't come close to me. I I visited uh, an elderly gentleman the other day and you know, I I was standing there and I wasn't trying to get close to him or anything, but I'd kind of moved, I guess, closer than he was. He's like, whoa, stop right there, move back. <laughs> you know, I mean, so there will be those too. And I think yeah. it's about, you know, there's got to be a grace that comes in that. Sure. You know, dealing with some of that stuff. So there will be some excitement, but I, you know, what has, how, how have you or how have you not maintained, um, you know, just your spiritual life through this time? You know, going back to that question and, and, and the things like where where are you guys at? How are you doing right now in that stuff? And why good or why bad? I think early on during all this, um, you know, there were all kinds of other things that I mean personally at least kept me busy during all this. Um and it took away a lot of I guess comfortability with my faith, um, you know, some doubt entered here and there, like what'll happen. Um, but, but again, I think I have to just go back to the simple fact that, you know, as this went on, you start to really think and pray about what is really important. And that's what, I mean, personally, you know, I I had that struggle for sure. Um, how do I fill my time, but ultimately what's important, um, so, yeah, I think that's my personal. So do you feel like you've maintained like a a strong spiritual and godly life through this time? To be honest, I'll go I'll go 
I'll say both. I'll, I'll say I have and I have not. So what if, what is the have looked like and what does the have not looked like? So have is, you know, just realizing that the time I get to spend with my kids and my wife, you know, truly is precious. And seeing um, God in that. Sure. And then when my parents come around, you know, we, we try to keep a distance from them. But just, my God, I never thought I would, would miss my parents so much. Wow. You know, my mom, Danny, um, man, it's been it's been awesome to just realize how much I truly love them. Um, but, and then, you know, for the, the drawback of, of all of it, obviously, is you fill your time with other things. Like, you... Like mentally, you ha- like I felt like I had to fill my time with other things to get my mind off the coronavirus data. Who who has all passed away today? Hmm. How many cases have come today? You know, the the protesting, the the killing of innocent you know people in America. Um, you know, the, the, just those headlines, right. That we see in the media, that we see in the news. I, I had to fill my, my brain with other things. I had to do other things to keep me busy, keep my mind off that, which may not necessarily be a drawback, but I kind of look at it as because it ultimately it took me off what was the most important thing and what was supposed to be the benefit of this time. And that was being with my wife and kids. Um, so, you know, I'd fill the time with going to work down on my basement or, you know, helping my father-in-law out on the farm when he didn't really need my help, you know? Do you think um, it was just that conditioning of 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 the schedules that we maintained and the oh, busyness yeah. that we had in our I'm, life? That, I'm big on schedules. Yeah, and it was hard for me to break that. Yeah. I hate not having a plan. I, I'm one of those guys, I have post-it notes written all over our counter. <laughs> Ask Brandy, like, <laughs> I have to have structure or else I go nuts. So I had to fill my time, fill my thoughts with that structure. And mm. maybe that was a good thing, but I, I look at that more as a, a drawback of during, you know, during this time, right. especially spiritually, because yeah. I should have probably been spending more time in the word than what I, what I have been. Everything he said. <laughs> no, no. Just because no, you mean... used another Bible language this week doesn't mean you get off the hook here. <laughs> No, I mean, honestly, we ask the hard questions, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, to answer that, it would sound a lot like what he just said. I mean, the only difference that I have versus Nate, I think, is during this time, I was still working. You know, yeah. uh, I was one of the, what they call the essentials. It says it right there in my name badge. You see that? Ooh, yeah. wait. They can't see it, wow. but you guys Essential can see it. Essential personnel. Essential personnel. Rubbing his essentiality. <laughs> That's in our right. Face. And it's. Your your name is spelled Coday. Coday. Gilleriat. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Police Department Detective. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You should underline that. Cody, tell tell the audience real quick the origin of your last name. Uh it's from um France. Okay. Yeah. That's all. That's all I wanted real yeah. quick. While we were on the subject. French. No. That is not the <laughs> subject that we're on. <laughs> so so yeah. <laughs> um that's really, I mean, work has been has caused a lot of ups and downs uh, in my spirituality. Um, just the I know you've had I know you've talked about, and I think maybe on the show you've talked about just how I mean because last week we were teasing you because we were like you know what what do 
patrol officers dream of being detectives and yeah. what do detectives dream about being patrol officers <laughs> but you've had a lot of t- like office time yeah where there's not a lot going on surprisingly because typically whenever like in the winter time our um our crime rate kind of goes down a little bit but the, i don't want to say down our calls change where it's a lot of this or that types of calls in the wintertime. It's more domestics because people are inside the house. So that was the expectation was we're going to have a lot of like family feuding and, and, and those things, which are can be pretty violent at times. But honestly, I mean, there was crime being committed, but it wasn't anything like it should have been through the months of March, April and, and first part of May. Wow. Um, so yeah, I, it was to the point where I'd, put a uniform on last week, but you know, we're obviously picking back up and, but just sitting in my office and feeling like, like I was not being a valuable asset to a city really, really got me down. And, um, at times I wouldn't turn to the Bible and read or pray. I would just sit there in my loneliness and, and dwell on that, I guess. Um, that sounds exactly like me, man. Yeah, Hell. yeah, <laughs> and, and it was like kind of like what you guys were talking about with the spiritual loneliness, you know, and and just kind of sitting there and just like, what what's my worth? Like, questioning a lot of things that you know, why am I here? What am I doing? What am I benefiting? Um, a lot of a lot of negative things were coming in, in my mind and my and my my thoughts. Um, Let me flesh that out a little bit. Yeah. So, because I'm kind of summarizing. <laughs> no, that's good. No, I let me. I want to get a little more specific because I think I think you're hitting a point that I think is important to talk to to talk more about. So, in those times, where did you turn? I w- and and did you know where you should turn, and what is that, and why did you or didn't you? I Did would, you get all that? Yeah, kind of. Um, my answer for the first part is, um, where did I turn? I, I Honestly, I was inconsistent. Uh, there would be days that I would turn, turn to prayer and just lean on God and trust in Him. And, and what were those prayer sessions like? Were they? Did you feel closeness to God, or was it just like, was it going through the motions, or, or was there... Yeah. I mean, what, was, what were those prayer times like? The word I can think of is uh, relief. It was kind of like a relief feeling for me. It was just kind of, okay, here's here's this pound of weight that I feel in my back. I'm going to give it all to you, and whatever happens, whatever you intend to have happen is going to happen, and I trust in you, and I trust everything's going to be okay at, at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Um, but in the times that I didn't turn to God, it was just depression, Um yeah, and depression. And how does sad. that, like, in your life, like, wh- what, what would, how would that be carried out? Like that depression. Like, what yeah. would a okay? I'm in this depressed state now. And what would a what would a day go on and be like it would from be, that point on? Yeah, it'd be a really really long day. Yeah. Um, and then I would go home and and whether it was me being a poor dad by not being um, an, a good example or not being incorporated in my kids' life where they, you know, where they would say, Hey dad, come do this with me or dad, come over here. And it was just like the energy was gone. Uh, or my wife and I, we, we would, you know, either fight or feud or, you know, or we wouldn't really say two words to each other. And she's really good at understanding a lot of part of my job. Um, and she's, she's not, you know, she's not perfect, but she's pretty close and so she, when she knows I'm in that state of mind, she kind of tends to leave me alone, which doesn't really benefit anything just in that moment. Um, so, yeah, that's 
I've, I, yeah, I've had a lot of dark days, surprisingly, um, but I've had a lot of good days too. And some of those good days look like what Nate was describing where, you know, I, I realize the priorities of my life and it's God and everything else is around them and it flows and it flows like I don't, you know, with structure and, and, um, and every, the, those days seem smooth and it didn't matter if I had 20 cases to follow up on or no cases to follow up on. It was a good day. And, and you know, my kids, we were involved with each other. Me and my wife were, you know, doing well. It's, you know, it's crazy how something like a virus can make your life <laughs> or you allow it to do that. Whenever, if the simple answer is just trust in God. And when you do that during the good days, that's because they're good days. <laughs> so why don't you do that during the bad days? Yeah, so that's my next question, like going into that. So on those bad days, mm-hmm. did you know what you should do in those times? Or would you say like you were so distracted by it that you just didn't think about what you should do? I'm a human, and and I don't put God first a lot in my life. And, and I know that I don't, I, I don't think there's a man on this world that can say I do that every single day. Um, but I, I would say, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here and, and, you know, feel free to, to jump in on this. I would say by and large, mm-hmm. most people feel like they have an inadequacy when it comes to maintaining a healthy relationship with God where they wouldn't say what you just said. They would say, no, I look at this person, and they look like they have it all together, and they look like they're doing it all right, mm-hmm. but, but when I look at my own life, I don't, I don't even come close to stacking up. Yeah. yeah. I, in those dark times, it's, it's humbled me, and it's made me realize, well, I, two weeks ago you had me come up, and even though there was no audience, which if there was that day, I probably would have, Next time you do that, if there is an audience, give me a head a head piece thing so I don't hold the mic and my hands shaking like I have Tourette's or something. Please. I had to tell you to put the mic. Hey, I'll hold the mic up to your face, please. I didn't want to because if I brought it up, my arms started shaking. It was comfortable down here where I didn't have to like see it visibly shaking. It's like uh, that Ricky Bobby scene. What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just been really humbling and it's... It's opened my eyes to a lot of things, and again, and not to continue to repeat it, but it's helped me prioritize things in a manner that should be prioritized. And and and, but it, on the flip side of that, those bad days, those priorities get misconstrued, and and uh, and I know that. So, what do you do? I, I I don't know why we do that. Honestly, I I, I don't know. I mean, other than the simple answer is we're human beings, and and we're not perfect. Um. Yeah, I kind of lost again. Lost no, no, you're you're good. I I think that's right where we're going. Let me let me ask you guys another question though, just in line with these questions that I've already been asking. How would you do? You feel like you're doing a good job maintaining a good godly life, you personally. Hmm. Who's who's my judge? Myself or God? Me. <laughs> then no. <laughs> I'm your judge. Yeah. No, I'm I am a broken man in a broken world. 
with a bunch of broken things more so now than ever, um, trying to figure out life. You know, I, I don't know if I do it well. I, I feel like at times I do. And I feel like at times I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if there's a yes, I do it well, or no, I don't answer. It's kind of like a, I do it well for a period of time and then it fades and then something happens and then I'm in a rut for a period of time and then something happens and then I get back up to where I need to be. And it's just that cycle of up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, maybe Nate, you can help elaborate well, on that. I, let me just, so yes, Nate, get ready. Cause your turn's next. What is sustainable in that though? You know, I, I mean, we re- that really has to be the question we ask. I mean, because you're, I think you're, I think you're describing a normal life, right? You know, you're describing the life that we all have. Right. I mean, because I've I've heard people mention to Paige or I um, through the loss of Lincoln and at the rest of our life to this point, they they've said like when we look at you guys, you guys really inspire us. And I'm just thinking in my head like, man, like you guys don't realize like the dark days that we've had since that since that moment. Like it's not. I didn't wake up the next day and smile and say, God, I trust you. Thank you. I mean, I do, but I, at times I don't, sometimes I'm like, God, I I can't stand the decision that happened, you know, or I can't, I can't stand the outcome that happened. Um, so yeah, like I can relate to what you're saying because what you said earlier, that people look at a situation and that's the grass on the, on the, or the greener grass on the other side. Um, we're, we're normal people and, and, um, we, we have, a lot of issues <laughs> just like anybody else. And, you know, but the constant thing that we try to keep rooted in our life is God. And even in those dark days or those good days, God's love never, never wavers for Paige and I and our family. And, and that's, that's what pulls me back in those dark days. And that's what keeps me humbled in those good days is God's love for us and, and for me and for my kids. And, um, that's, Honestly, what's carried me to this point is is his love. When I think we can see most clearly the answers to to the questions like these in extremes. Mm-hmm. So you talk about Lincoln, your sure. son, yeah. who passed away four months old. Yeah. You know, you look at that situation. What an extreme situation, right? I mean, just the loss of a child that young, you know, just so unexpected. Right. Yeah, I would take coronavirus from the day he was born till the, till the day I die, just have my son back. Right. You know. But in that, it's it's like the layers are peeled away and this is this is what we're going to cuz essentially that you 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 can answer this question. Mm-hmm. And and the answer is just like we've talked about in the suffering podcast we did. Initially, I wanted to crawl in a hole and die. Yep. But every day since that point has gotten a little easier. I've moved a little further down the path. Mm -hmm. It's not gone. I'm not perfect. Right. I don't got it figured out. No. (laughs) But every day that I've fought for this life and living for Christ has moved me one step closer. I mean, essentially, is that not the answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... And, and, and I know that 
my life will never, I don't want to say normal. It'll, Lincoln's life and death will always be a part of me. I've accepted that. That's something that you don't just one day get over. You know, you're, you mentioned like every day gets easier. It absolutely does. It has, it will. Um, but I know that he's a piece of me throughout my life. But on the flip side of that, I've used his story to ins- to be a testament of God's love and grace. And I've watched so many people find God and, and, and want that love through his little life. And to me, that's, you, you can't replace that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's what we're here for is to be God's warriors going out in battle and, and, and showing them or telling them the gospel. And, and that's what we try to do through Lincoln's life. Yeah. And, um, and it's made a lot of, it's made a lot of our life a lot easier having that versus having nothing, um, other than just the fact that we lost our son. Right. So, and I, and I think, so apply that to how do we maintain a godly life, living a godly life in this? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to, you will never be a person who does not struggle with this, right? Like, that's part of who we are. So mm-hmm. just like you ha- are identified as you lost a child, mm-hmm. you will, that will always be with you, okay? It will always be with us that we are sinners saved by grace. We cannot be perfect. So there's always that peace that will be with us. Yep. But again, just like the parallel here, but each day you work to bring glory to God in this situation, you know, in, in the best way that you can. And some days are a lot better than others. Right. And some days are a lot worse than others. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to perseverance. It's the same thing when it comes to living a godly life. We have this thing hanging over our shoulders that will always be there for the rest of our lives, that we are humans, we are sinners, we are failures, we can't do it on our own, right? But that forward movement you know, is, you know, I can be less of a sinner today than I was yesterday, you know? And some of those things are, it happens real quick, and and we're on the other side of that. And others, it's it's a crockpot. It takes, you know, a lifetime, you know, to to get it to a point where, where it looks or is what it should be, you know, according to what God has called us to be. Yeah. We've taking a lot of time there on that Nate but you we now we are to you but what was the question again I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no that's Cody that's uh that's all good points man um I'm just I'm just happy to just hear your story every time man with Lincoln and um I I would never pretend to even know anything about that um nor nor do I want to and nor do I want God to ever have to put put me through that man um so yeah th- thanks for sharing that but um i, I kind of look at this as i like basketball cliches so when i was in middle school i went you to like all cliches let's be honest i love cliches man <laughs> <laughs> should have been an english teacher man love cliches um he didn't say anything to that that no. that means nope, nope. nope i shouldn't have <laughs> move on move <laughs> doing on. what i <laughs> move on um so when i was in middle school i went to rio grand's basketball camp with a few buddies from Greenfield, and I forget the coach's name that was there. Jared Haynes would probably know um, because it was back, I don't know, 2000, 2003. But anyway, 
I really liked what the coach said. Um, they always had a, a tournament at the end of this basketball camp where you were on a team, you didn't pick your team, you got who you got on your team and you did the best you could and you play throughout the night. And sometimes it'd be back to back to back games and you're playing at three, 4 a.m. And I just remember seeing the look on so many of these fellow middle schoolers faces at 4 a.m. Like, man, this isn't fun anymore. I hate basketball. <laughs> and Rio Grande's coach would always say, you always have more left. Don't quit. Right. There's always more left in the tank. And like, I don't know why that that still sticks with me today. And it's such a simple concept. Like there's nothing profound about that statement, but I guess it's just from my perspective. When I heard that, I was like, wow, you're so right, man. So we finished, we finished at 6 AM that morning. We did have stuff left in the tank. Right. Mm. And I think God molds us and shapes us similarly to that. He gives us those, those times to step back and say, are you going to turn to me or turn away from me in this moment? Are you going to embrace it or, you know, turn, turn a blind eye? Um, and I, I think that's a really, <clears throat> in my opinion, just a really good kind of way to look at it. Um, you always have more left in the tank, no matter how much he, you know, if he's squeezing you and you're his mold or if he's just firmly shaping you, no matter how he's shaping you, he's shaping you. Right. Um, so yeah, that, I always kind of look at that situation and that's kind of my, my look at perseverance and, and just thinking, man, like this, this, this is how God probably looks at us. There's, there's always more left in the tank. <clears throat> and the reality is we may turn towards God or turn away from God, but he never turns away from us. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think remembering that, um, knowing that m makes it so that we can, you know, hang on more so than we, than we ever could, you know, outside of that. Yeah, I think for, you know, for me, I, you know, I know I, this here lately has been maybe more of a struggle than, at any other point in this whole process, you know, and, and, and it's always, I always seem, it always seems like the enemy makes life more difficult and opens the door for me to fail, you know, or fall when we're close to victories, closer to victories. And, and here in two Sundays, that's going to be a big victory being back together. I mean, I, I do, you can say what you want. Like, the enemy absolutely relishes these times where we are separated. He relishes times of chaos, you know, and rioting and, you know, hate and anger. You know, in the beginning of COVID-19, you saw a lot of people coming together. Yep. A really beautiful thing. It was incredible, actually. Yeah. Um, to see everything that was going on and how people were reacting to this. And then it, but it didn't take long people being stuck in their homes on social media for it to turn to maybe the nastiest time we've ever seen, you know, as far as people, um, people on people, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and, and what they're saying and the hate that's being spewed. And I mean, 
you know, we live in a world that you have to be PC and you say one little thing, one little slip up. I mean, you just think about Drew Brees. I mean, the guy, he's one, he's just a good dude from everything you've ever seen. Every, he's always said everything right. One little slip where he said, hey, the kneeling thing, nope, no go. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, and it was, wasn't even like that harsh of a context of it. You know, he was just saying, hey, listen, I, I value the flag and, and I feel like this is disrespect. And boom, you know, just they destroyed him yeah. right and he came right back and 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 apologized and he was right to do that like cuz cuz it was wrong in that context it was a bad it was a bad timing to say anything like that right right but i i've even talking to a buddy of mine who uh, works for the Columbus Police Department and he was just talking about some of their experiences i mean he's been downtown you know as these things are are going on you know where there are protests and and the reality is, like, we live in a country where it is constitutional to protest, right? And and that is a good thing. That is a healthy thing. That is something we should celebrate, right? Even if we don't agree with what's being protested, right? Which I don't think that's something we don't, you know, we all agree that, hey, listen, this was wrong. And, like, yeah. there needs to be reform. Even, yeah. even, if, even if 99% is right, that as, as law enforcement officers, you should be... I think you said this last week. You should strive for that 1% more, better, to be better, regardless, right? Yeah, we, well, we could say that as Christians, <laughs> right? Yeah. We could say that as Christians, too. But he's talked about you know, being down there and how they're reporting this, and he's like, man, we're sitting there, and we're, we're trying to do our jobs. You know, it's not perfect. You know, he's talked about you know, it's not perfect. Like, sometimes it's really disorganized, and sometimes we're really organized, and we're doing really good and doing the right things. You know, but when a brick flies over a, a line and hits your lieutenant in the neck, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the response to that? And, and the way that they're reporting this, right, the pictures are being taken right at the right time to show police doing things that look really bad or videos that are snipped to just show this one little thing, not the, the punches that were thrown right before that from the protesters, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, they, 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 to say, hey, the cops are inciting violence. And he just, he said, hey, listen, I'm struggling. And this is just the other side of this, right? Like, we're not saying it's, it's right that there isn't wrong on both sides here. Like, we're, we're, the, the reality is everything we're seeing, you can, you can find your side. If you want to come on the side of, I think this is wrong, well, you can find videos that prove that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. If you want to come down on the side that you say, no, this is right, and, and everything we're doing is right, and we're not doing anything wrong, well, you can find those videos out there, too. Like, the reality is, and it goes back to what we said last week, you got to think. Like, you can't, your, your mind can't be predetermined on what you're going to say about this. You've got to be, you got to think about this. Mm-hmm. But he just talked about, you know, how bitter he felt to be for it to be portrayed the way that's being portrayed you know to the point where he's like man i you know i i really he's i really have to deal with myself in the sense that there i was just like forget this i'm done i don't care about those people i don't care about what the i don't care about their cause i don't care about any you know it was that just that much anger and and you guys know like injustice is wrong why are, why is this outcry for george floyd so big because injustice is wrong, and we want justice that is written on our hearts from God. But everything since then has not been justified. <laughs> you know, it's not just necessarily. There's been a lot of wrong that's happened, and so on the other side of that, it's it's that same rage. It, it is being experienced when 
injustice is happening and it is just it is not just to portray something the way that you want it to be perceived out there in the social stratosphere or whatever, right? Like just because you want it there because you want to push this agenda. That's not okay. And when it does, it's an injustice to our law enforcement, you know? And and so he's feeling that. And and so we just had this conversation, you know, what do you, you know, what do I do, man? I mean, that was the question, like, what do I do? And, you know, this is, this is always the question when it comes to the topic of what does it mean to live a godly life? This is always where it comes to, is that place where you say, God, what do I do? You know? Like right now, I'm not, you know, I'm not getting up and reading my Bible. You know, I'm turning to, to, to entertainment or I'm turning to social media or I'm turning to the busyness of my job or I'm distracting myself with this thing or that thing. And, you know, God, what do I do? It always comes to that. Like, what are we going to do? Just like you said, Cody, just like you said, you know, I, I've got to have this schedule. I've got to have this rhythm in my life. And when I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm chaotic. What do I do then? You know, I, I, I get depressed. What do I do? Like, it always comes to that place where we say, God, what do I do? And it, always is that we lean into the things that we know are good and true and right that God has called us to. He, uh, he had an opportunity to, to witness to a friend of his. He just talked about, he goes, you know, man, like I told him, I said, man, it's been a long time since we talked. I was really glad. I mean, we just haven't had one of these talks in a long time. And he said, you know, I know part of the reason that I called and that we had this discussion was because God had <laughs> allowed me to go into a situation where I was able to talk to one of my buddies about God and my relationship with God. And he said, from that, then it, then it welled up in, in, inside of me, those emotions and that, and that, that fe- that, that closeness with God. And then it, you know, I was like, okay, now I'm going to reach out to you and we're going to have this discussion. And we're going to talk about what, what I should do and, and how I should move forward. And, and I just think it's that way for all of us. You know, you're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be perfect. Like that's that's this 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 whole thing. Like you can try and you can work at it, and 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 you can become religious in it and and go just as far on the other side. You know, doing that. But it is it is okay. Every day I'm going to get a little bit better. Every day I'm going to sin a little bit less. I may slip back. I may fail. I may have weeks where it becomes numb, but it's times like this when we get to talk about this, that it just spurs us on. I mean, that's part of the reason we look forward to doing this podcast, right? Yeah. Is it spurs us on. It it it, it sharpens us. It, it it moves us forward. When I open my Bible, even even if even if it's not like really just hit me in the face, God is using that time and I feel better. You know, when I when I spend time in prayer, it's like you say it's an uplifting, it's, it's, it's an unloading of our burdens. When we worship together, when we, when we hear a good sermon, right? Which, you know, you guys, it's, you're hard-pressed to, to hear a good sermon, you know, if, you, if you're sticking around the Leesburg Church of Christ. But when, when we hear a good message, when we're inspired, when we have a conversation where, where definitely God is... I mean, these are all things that inch us, claw us, climb us, you know, push us forward to that place. And if we're serious with ourselves, and we've been serious about this growth, if we look back over the last year, two years, three years, five years, 
there is no doubt that God has moved us far more than we could have ever done on our own, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what this looks like. And so when we get in those funks, it's not, I have to do better. I have to have a better life. That guy's way ahead. That guy's doing... No. That's the enemy trying to incapacitate you for the work that God wants to do in your life. It, it, it's not a batting average. I'm batting 350. It's, it's moment by moment by moment by moment. What are we going to do? This is such a silly thing, but I'll share it because I think it, I think it comes into play here. So we need rain. You know, it's dry. And we got like... Not even a tenth. I don't know what you guys got. Not much. Yeah, it was not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Enough to just like, you know, give it enough to, to tease more than anything, right? But the, in my mind, I, I don't know why this comes. I don't know if it's an enemy or if it's just because I'm an idiot. Probably more because I'm an idiot. But I play these little games where, you know, God will say, well, how, you know, I'll, I'll have this conversation and, and God will say, well, how good have you been? If you've been a good boy, then, you know, I'll give you rain, you know, for your crops. Like, <laughs> I know, guys, like, <laughs> we're, uh, this is being recorded. It I doesn't, probably... <laughs> it doesn't work like a Luke Bryan song. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, today I was playing through that scenario and, like, I haven't been good. And so, will God bless us with rain and it's that's such a religious way to look at things but but this is what i said in the midst of that like i was just thinking to myself no i don't claim my victory based on what i do i claim it based on grace and i said grace i choose grace you know essentially what I, what I, what i was what i was saying in my mind this comp, this weird thing that i was playing out in my head was if it's up to me then never, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's up to God, then always because it's based on Christ and not based on me. Stop beating yourself up. Stop kicking yourself in the dirt and incapacitating yourself for the work that God wants to do. Claim the victory that's already been, been given to you through Jesus Christ. What He accomplished on the cross. He gave you a relationship. And when God looks at you, He doesn't see all your failures, all your sins, all your immoralities, all the times you didn't pick up your Bible, all the times you didn't pray and you lived in, in depression, or all the times you got real busy and you distracted and, and didn't give God the time that He's... He's not looking at that. He looks at you and He sees Jesus. We are clothed in Him. That's what it looks like, fellas. That's what perseverance is. It's taking hold of the victory that's already ours. James chapter 2, 14 through 17. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace, be warm and, and fit filled, Without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. It's about action. It's about clawing. It's about moving forward. But moving forward not in defeat, but in the victory of Jesus and what He's accomplished for us. So let's do that together. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Being Thank real, man. Yeah.
Another one in the books. This is 10? We in double digits now, right? Ooh. This is 12, dude. Wow, I'm two weeks behind. Well, yep. you, did, I, he missed two weeks, right? Did he miss two? I missed one. And we no, 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 because I had the one. short. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. So you would have been right. Yeah, because you were farming. <laughs> farming, farming. <laughs> um, thank you all for joining us. We are going to be changing up times. Um, we're going to start recording on Thursdays rather than Wednesdays moving forward. So, um, we'll, we'll post that on Facebook as well, but just heads up to those of you who are listening right now, we are, we're going to change our times just, you know, with, uh, some ball schedules and different things going on on Wednesday nights become a kind of a busy night. And so we've had to change our schedules a little bit. Um, so we'll be recording on, on Thursdays rather than Wednesdays. So day behind, um, but we're going to continue to put content out and uh, uh, continue just to, to keep moving forward with this. So thank you again for joining us. Let's uh, close in prayer. God, we love you. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for the sun and the rain and, and all the blessings that you give. Thank you for perspective. Thank you for a spirit that continues to move us in the direction that we should go, um, that that speaks to our hearts and our minds, that directs us and uh, and helps us. Lord, we need a helper, and we thank you for sending a helper. Um, God, may we cling to you more and more, not in our own power, but in the power that we have through your Spirit and your Son, Jesus, who created a way for us to have a relationship with you. We love you. We thank you for your Son, Jesus, and it's his name we pray. Amen. 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 Signing off. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir.